Welcome back to the Mailin Podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Shivery, coming to you live from the Early Bird CBD Studio in Austin, Texas. The first episode of the new year. Pretty exciting stuff. Sally is back from her vacation. Sally, what's up? It is the first episode of the new year. Feeling very refreshed. Yeah. I'm told Will I'm getting the Peloton today, I think. Wow. I breaking just, news. Breaking news. Unless they want to sponsor us and send me a free one. We've got a bunch of uh, ski gear today. You're getting a Peloton. Yeah. Big day in the uh, Young DeFreeze household. The only reason I'm actually getting a Peloton, and not that this is an ad for them, but is because I do like spin classes a lot, and there's not a studio near my house, which is kind of annoying, so I have to like go through traffic. But then also you can finance it for like 0% interest. It's a great That's deal. what you're doing? Yeah. Okay. Because, I, I mean, I can't afford a Peloton right now. Are you going to vlog it? Am I going to vlog it? Yeah, you got to vlog. Like the girl in the commercial. Oh, the the scared girl in the commercial. <laughs> Let's who do this. <laughs> That's so funny. She looks terrified. No, I'm not going to do that. No when I saw that, that photo going around Twitter, and I before I knew it was a Peloton ad, I thought it was like, you know, people sometimes tweet out clips from porns <laughs> and like with a really dirty caption about something else. Yeah. I thought that's what it was. So every time I see that, I, I'm a perv and I, I think, oh, this is this She is does look so terrified though. Yeah. Like, I hate that commercial actually. That commercial did not influence me in any way to get the spike. Y'all been talking about Peloton for a while. But they ended up doing the trick though because they got a bunch of uh, free publicity out of that. Of people talking about yeah. how bad the ad was. You know, she was in a follow-up commercial for a different brand and and it was a she was kind of spoofing her reaction in the Peloton video. Uh-huh. I don't remember what it, it was. A Ryan Reynolds company, something that he's involved okay. in. The tequila. I mean, he's that gin. Right. Yeah, that's what it was. Because she was at the bar, and the the premise was she was, had just broken off her relationship, and like her girls were taking her out, and they were oh, drinking so that rum. She break it <laughs> off because of the yeah, and that was Peloton that was uh, the implication there. Oh, that's pretty. I've funny. actually heard that gin is pretty good. Aviator gin, I think is what. Yeah. Called. I don't drink a lot of gin, but... Will had it when we went to um, dinner a couple weeks ago in a martini, and he rarely does gin martinis, and it was really good. I, can't, I just can't get into gin. Remember that time we were out, it's and that, those those gin, that guy from... Yeah. We all had gin. We were all drinking gin martinis, and... I will do gin and tonics, and I, d- I honestly don't mind a gin martini, but sometimes it's a little too florally. You know, it's like you really do feel like you're drinking a pine tree They're at vile. a certain point. Gross. Yeah. It's a lot of sugar with the tonic water too. That's yeah. probably why it's so good. I don't know. Whatever. I'm not into it. Hard to say. Oh, so how, how are you? You're back and you're feeling good. You're ready to. You you still have a long break, right? You have a. Uh, I don't start work for March. like another six weeks. How are you going to fill all this time besides going on a ski trip with us? The Peloton. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> the yeah. Peloton. Peloton. No, the I. We talked a lot about our. 2020 goals and I picked some I'm trying to read more is one thing I'm doing because I really didn't have time to read a lot in school so if anybody has any book recommendations they want to toss my way feel free to hit me up uh but I also feel like I spent a lot of time inside and working and right now is like a great time to be in Austin because it's just beautiful outside yeah so I'm going to try to be hitting hitting the trails more often Good. Good for you. With Rosie. Good for you. Yeah. I'm eating healthier this year. Eating healthier? Yeah. I'm off to a pretty good start. 
Has Will talked about how he's it's gone, only day seven? I get it, but gone vegetarian. Yeah, we talked about it. <laughs> I I won't do it. Like he says, it's just a, a a brief thing. I think he's just trying it out to see how it feels. But I I don't know. I just really don't feel like a meal is complete unless I have some sort of animal protein. Oh, I, I totally agree. The thing about eating healthy is it it, it just feels so light in my stomach, mm-hmm. so I'm it doesn't really fill me up i'm hungry again 30 minutes later which right. is i find to be a challenging part you might need to up your healthy fats sure yeah maybe. obviously yeah maybe. anyway so that's your 2020 goal well um it's it's kind of a two-in-one deal i'm eating healthier as well as being better in the kitchen cooking oh okay that's a good one yeah dylan's dave. gonna learn how to make spaghetti way to go dave, dave loves saying that's not what i said what'd you learn like how if, to make no if, if i was if i was gonna make meatballs i would have to go to a recipe i would have to go to, right i would google it like what do i what are the ingredients how do i do it i want to just be able to just go to the kitchen and make shit like that without well, having to yeah i think i i know how to make this, spaghetti david i think i've said this on this podcast before <laughs> maybe it was last time when we did the the girls but there you know there are people who are bad cooks because they just don't have the instinct but most people are fine cooks it just takes a lot of practice and i think to be able to throw something together where you just like look and see what's in your fridge and throw it together and make it work is from lots and lots of practice following recipes and things like that so you start realizing like ingredients that go together Mm -hmm. so usually for me at least it starts following some recipes and then being like oh i did that that one time i'll toss this in that should be fine so it'll take some practice but i think you're i'll get there We'll see. Maybe you'll be little. cooking uh, the Wash Media 2020 Christmas dinner. Uh, probably not. Okay. But we'll keep we'll keep that on the back burner for now. Dave, what are your 2020 goals? <laughs> uh, just a vibe. Oh, just vibing. Vibe hard, ball hard, get money. Okay. Wow. Cool. Wow. Pretty standard stuff for me. That was my bonus question. It's over. We we got, <laughs> we got it. We started already. First. Yeah. All right. So before we get into it, the hotline number. 888-362-MAIL. That's M-A-I-L. That's 888-362-6245. You can also write in if you would prefer. There's a link in the Twitter bio, at Mailin Podcast. Hey, there was some talk yesterday, Sally, about us doing a reoccurring just all-girls episode. Monthly, bi-monthly, something like that. Um, I don't know, something to think about. I think it's, it's usually really well-received. Well, that makes me feel great. Yeah. I would love to do that. Well, just think about it. See what it would look like and Yeah. You know, all that stuff. You ready to get into it? Yeah. <laughs> we have seven questions today, two of which are voicemails. Dave, if you don't mind. Hey Dylan, Dave, Sally. Got myself into a situation over Christmas. I've been dating this girl from New Jersey for about a year and a half. We both go to an SEC school in Georgia, and I happen to be from Georgia. I went home to her suburban New Jersey home for Christmas. I tactically avoided the family political talk until a couple members of her family began to question my Southern conservative values. Little by little, I got cornered into defending Jefferson Davis and the Confederacy. They took this very poorly. I realized I took it too far. I feel bad. I ruined Christmas and my girlfriend is pissed. I got called ignorant, racist, and hick. How do I fix this situation before our families meet at graduation in May? Should I write an apology? Whoa. This, Yikes. this is a tough situation. Um, he says he got called ignorant, racist, and a hick. Those are strong words. I want to know if it was from the girlfriend or from the girlfriend's parents who called him these words. Because that's 
that's tough to come back from. If you go yeah. visit your girlfriend's parents for the first time, meet them for the first time, and you leave with them thinking you're an ignorant racist hick, that's tough to come back from. Yeah. Uh, you probably should not have done this. I'm going to go ahead and say that right off the bat. Well, but I'm not it's... saying like throw your values out the window. Um, unless your values are uh, defending the Confederacy, then throw that one out yeah, the window. Yeah, unless you're actually racist. Yeah. Then, then, yeah, you probably need to move on from that and, and, do, and be better. Um, but you can't defend the Confederacy. Okay, so here's how I met. kind of took this. He's from Georgia. These people are from New Jersey. It's one of those things. It kind of reminds me of when, although this is actually the opposite, when Dave was up in New York. <laughs> Remember with your cousins? Oh, yeah. And they were like super Trumpardos. And because you lived in Austin, they the, like kind of flipped the script on you. The guy my cousin married. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, the one that called you the Texas cuck. Uh, no, but he's the reason I dubbed myself <laughs> the Texas. Cuck. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh. He I, just, yeah. <laughs> don't. I mean, I, I agree with what you said. Like, maybe defending the Confederacy's probably not the the move in twenty twenty. Just, but I can see how being from the South and even talking about like your heritage and where you grew up, etc., like can be misconstrued to people. You know what I'm saying? Like, it sounds like they were kind of pushing him a lot on Georgia and like his roots and things like that. And he might not, he could have inadvertently defended the Confederacy. You know what I'm saying? It, like, yeah, I, here's something that this guy needs to be mindful of. And anyone else who is, who still backs the Confederacy, right? Is it, even if you have like pure intentions, if you, if you're not racist, it doesn't matter because if you have the Confederate flag on your vehicle or if you can if you defend the Confederacy like this guy did, it's synonymous with being racist. Absolutely. People assume and connect you with with racism. I'm sorry, but it's just, that's just a fact. Yeah. Uh, you need to be mindful of that. You could you could just be like, oh, it's just part of my heritage and I'm I'm proud of it. And that's fine. But other people don't look at it that way. They look at it as, oh, this guy's definitely a racist person. Right. I I guess what I'm trying to say is that this guy being from Georgia, like deep South could have just been kind of talking about his heritage. And I think when you, especially this is why I just don't talk about politics at family Never. functions. Even if I'm agreeing with somebody about something, like I know that we have the same values. I just steer away because it's such a heated topic that people will misconstrue what you're saying or put words in your mouth or take something you said and totally twist it in something else. So his probably his biggest issue was that he got into it in the first place. Yes. But it sounds at least the way I took it is that maybe like he said little by little I got cornered into defending him. I I don't know that this guy like is out there like waving the Confederate flag and defending Jefferson Davis at all points. I think that maybe he just like got backed into a corner and should have kept a level head, but what's done is done. I think probably the best thing going forward, especially if you're going to stay with this girl is to probably apologize to her parents Yes, and just say like, I hope, you know, whatever you were feeling at the time, like whatever caused him to get backed into this corner, say like, that's not who I am. Like, yeah, I don't believe Assure that. Assure them that you are not an ignorant racist. Right, and that be like, I'm really upset about the whole thing. We shouldn't have talked about it. Because I, you know, I, it's kind of unfair to him too for him to be 
cornered like that? It was that? unfair for them to put him on the spot like that, but there's still there are ways to avoid getting into it. Right. You, know, you can change the subject. You say, I don't want to talk about that, whatever. Let's move on. Right. Or leave the situation. You just walk away. I mean, whatever you have to do to not... I mean, politics not, in general. Yeah, it doesn't matter what side of politics you're on. Someone's always going to disagree And it's you. very personal. I mean, to people who have families who fought in the Civil War, like on either side, you know, I don't feel like that's something that's a big part of my heritage or anything. So I don't mm-hmm. have opinions about that, but there are people who do. So I just feel like it's always going to be a really sore subject. It's probably best to just completely stay away from it, but also know what, know what your values are and just watch yourself. If you're maybe valuing something that's politics and not religion, so culture, politics and religion in general, just don't talk about them. Yeah. I bet what happened here is he, they probably, he felt like he was probably being talked down to a little bit. Uh-huh. He probably had a little to drink. He probably got backed into a corner and he kind of lashed out. Probably did maybe the, uh, I, I'm not, I don't know. I don't know who this guy is, but maybe he did the, well, you know, the Civil War wasn't about slavery. Maybe he pulled oh, that yeah. card. Yeah. Um, just apologize. Say you, I don't think you have to write him a letter, but maybe like an email or handwritten. I don't know. Fuck me. Uh, but I, I think you can apologize before this because just be like, look, I kind of felt so you got backed into a corner and he lashed out. Like I said, I get it. Uh, I had uh, so Dylan, I'll talk about this. So our fraternity, K.A., they obviously used to have like a, a stigma of having the Confederate flag and stuff because, uh-huh. uh, you know, by the time we got in there in like the 90s, you weren't allowed to have it anywhere in the house. Like they got rid of that shit. Right. But, you know, people used to give me a hard time joking, knowing that no one takes that shit seriously. Um, but, yeah, I've had to deal with this a little bit. Um, and I, I think the the move is to just, even if, like, let's say your ancestors fought in the Civil War for the South, you, no one wants to hear that you're, uh, you know, it's your heritage and not hatred or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that, like the bumper sticker. Like, just like you said, Dylan, uh, just don't bring it up. Right. Just agree with them. Yeah, especially if you're meeting your girlfriend's family for the first for the time. First time. I mean, that's the first impression you're making. You can't get in. You can't get into politics with them. Or, oh man, Ugh. tough scene. Racist hick. It's not a good look. Yeah, ra- ignorant, racist, and hick. That's all. That's tough. You know what is a good look though? Uh, let me think. Postmates, maybe. Bingo, Dave. When you need red wine at 4 p.m., sushi at nine, breakfast burrito at 8 a.m. Ibuprofen, 10 a.m. Uh, for those long nights. Oh, yeah. That's where Postmates comes in handy. Uh, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. They will bring you what you need within the hour. No more going to the store. You don't even have to know where the store is. Postmates will deliver you anything. Download the app. It's We say this every time, but we use it all the time. It's the best. Yes. This is uh, this is one of my favorite sponsors because I use it so much, and it, it's and they offer a really good deal for us too. For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners one hundred dollars of free delivery credit for your first seven days to start your free deliveries. Download the app and use code MAILIN. M A I L I N. Again, that's code MAILIN for a hundred dollars of free credit for your first seven days when you download the app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it, download it, do it. Let's do a voicemail. What's up, Dylan, Sally, producer Dave? This is Ben from Illinois. Just called with a question, but I was hoping you could give a quick shout-out to my girlfriend, Lauren. 
she's the absolute best. And I just want you to say, I told you so, because I've been trying to get her to listen to this podcast for a while now, and she wouldn't do it until finally she gave it a listen. And I just want her to know that for once I was right and she was wrong. So if you shove her face in it, that would make me so happy. Love you, Lo. You're the best. And I love you guys. Keep doing what you're doing on the pod. Love you. Bye. All right. One reason I included this. Because for a second there, I thought he was going to flip the script and do something like crazy, like propose to her. I don't know why. I got the vibe that he was like, he started to, he was giving her shit and then he was talking about how much he loves her or whatever or how great she is. I was like, is he about to do something wild on here? And knowing that she's a listener, like she would hear it on here. I don't know. I, I thought that's what, that was going to happen, but he just wanted to flex on her a little bit. Literally, I love in the rundown how it just says, because on the rundown, Dylan doesn't put voicemails word for word it just says like a synopsis and it just says caller wants to rub it in that his girlfriend is now a listener of this podcast after recommending it to her i thought this was going to go in a different direction yeah i, th- I thought it was i thought we were about something wild was gonna happen i got really excited and i was a little, a little bit let down at the end but, so um, i <laughs> just trying to think of the logistics of this guy actually proposed and maybe they maybe they listen together, you know. Yeah. And so, and she would be like, "Oh, is this your voice on the pod?" And then, boom, he's he's on a knee, like something like that could have happened. Wow, I you hope that I mean? happens one day. I would love that to would be, be a amazing. part of it. But if you propose, if you send me a, a proposal email or voicemail, um, we will we will play it, and it, we it will, will play happen. it and let you know so that it can happen. Yeah. And you can control the situation. Also, email me though, so we can be in communication, so we coordinate this the right way. I would love to be a part of someone. That would have been that would have been awesome. But, but on the other side, so are we just gonna like dog this girl for just no, not listening? No, no. <laughs> That's um, the other thing. Like, I'm not gonna like flex on her because I yeah for sure. Thanks for listening. Thank you for recommending the pod. That's how this thing grows, by the way. People. Yeah. Um. It you know we we do some social media promotion and all that, but that doesn't really do it much. It's it's more just uh, word of mouth and. You're hearing from from friends and family that you're listening to something that you're enjoying. That's how this thing grows. So thank you for that, uh, for sh- for recommending it to her, and thank you to her for uh, becoming a listener. But man, I was so excited for a second. I thought something crazy was going to happen. Uh, Dave, let's do the next one. Hola, tres amigos. Parentheses. That's hello, three friends. In parentheses. Thank you so much. I've recently hit a point in my three-year relationship where I need to end things. Nothing bad happened, but we started dating in college and are just different people now. Right now, we live together with another two friends. With a lease ending at the end of May, I can't really afford to just bail and live somewhere else, and I can't, in good conscience, just stick her with my share of the rent. I also want to give her enough time to figure out her living situation. What's the move? When do I pull trig? Um... You need this is tough. I don't think you stay there till the end of May. The thing is, if you know this relationship's over, it's over. Like, why? Yeah, he just it'll put him in a financial bind. So, right. If you, I think the most ideal situation is if you live close by to either your folks or with a friend who might have a, a an available um, bed somewhere. I would just shack up for the next four months or so. It's kind of a long time. I get it. Um, and I would continue to pay your rent that you committed to while your girlfriend lives out the rest of the lease. That I think is the proper way to handle this. Yeah. Not always doable though. Cause maybe you, there's not somewhere you can just 
maybe your parents don't live nearby. You can't live with them for a little bit. Um, that would be the best way to approach the situation if it's doable. If it's not doable, dude, I don't know. I think you just you just level with therapy. Like, look, this is not going to last. Our, our relationship can't last anymore. I know I'm committed to living here throughout the end of May. I'm, I'm willing to do that and pay rent. But um, you got to end it, though. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I've said this before about people writing in saying something's over. Like, you already he already knows it's over. But if you're, like, writing in and being like, should I end this relationship to a podcast? It's probably over, you know? And I think you're not doing yourself any good if you're just staying with her for the sole purpose of like not having a good living situation. Like that's, you're doing her a disservice. You're doing yourself a disservice. And when you do break up with her, you can get her thoughts on the situation too. Like, all right, our relationship now that it's over, you know, let a couple of days pass and like, how should we handle the living situation? Right. We're both committed financially to live here throughout, throughout May. What do you think is the best course of action for both of us? And maybe she right. ha- maybe ha- she has some ideas about it. Yeah. And hopefully it's a it's an amicable separation. Exactly, and not. Yeah, and there's no bad blood there. I mean, I was gonna ask if he could get someone to sublease it, but it sounds like they like are living in the same room yeah, together. You, you can't, I don't really yeah. know what the situation. You can't do is. that when you're living with two friends. They have there are two other friends who live there too. Two friends plus your girlfriend. The sublease situation is probably not in play. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough. But I, I don't think that he should wait till May. No. I think he needs. Oh, absolutely to do it now. not. You gotta you gotta pull the bandaid off right now. Yeah. And uh, yikes. Because you don't want it to come. Even like he sounded like he was waiting to be like, maybe they were gonna figure out what their next living situation is when the lease is up in May, and you don't want it to be like that. Is the time that you decided you're gonna break up with her because then oh. she's gonna be like, how long have you been thinking about this? Yeah, yeah. You gotta do it the right way. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, you know, I, I want to say, like, you know, make sure you've, you're with someone long enough before you want to live with them. But it's a three-year relationship. They, they put time in. Just unfortunate that it took you this long to figure out that you don't want to live with her anymore or, don't, or be with her. Yeah, it sucks, man. But there are right ways to handle it. Let's do the next one, Dave. Dylan, Sally, Dave O. I'm in my early 30s and will be proposing in the next year. My girlfriend was previously married, so she's been through the whole ordeal. My question is, am I paying for this wedding since her parents already paid for one? We both make decent money so we can afford it, but should I be saving for the wedding as well? Let me know. Thanks. This one's easy for me, and I think you'll probably agree with me, Sally. That I think parents, if they are kind enough to pay for your wedding, um, you just get one. They're not going to pay for two weddings. Right. Unless money is just no object to them, and they don't care. But I don't think you put your folks on the hook for, especially if you're going to do do a big one again. You can't right. you can't have them paying for both of those. If you make good money, I won't even ask your parents. I'd be like, look, or I would just tell them, we're paying for this. Don't worry about it. That's my thought. Having gone through this right now, um, the best thing you can do is have like a frank conversation with them because maybe they are willing to put money towards it. But also maybe your girlfriend who's already been married doesn't want like a big thing, you know, like a giant wedding. Anyway, I feel like I can't imagine having another big wedding. Right. I've been married before. A lot of people that I know who are divorced are like, I, you know, we did it one time. If I get married again, I'm going to do something really small family destination, something like that. So maybe have a conversation with your girlfriend too about what her um, expectations are. And also if you start saving, 
and then you don't use it for a wedding because maybe her parents pay for it or you decide to do something small. I mean, you can always invest that money or take an awesome trip or something like that. So there's like no downside to start saving now. I would just be under the assumption that they're not going to pay for it. Yeah. But Or maybe they pay for your honeymoon or something like yeah. that. Yeah. But always open lines of communication. I think um, one thing that is very difficult about the wedding thing is the finances, who's contributing, things like that. So it's always best to be really frank and open about you're paying for this, I'm paying for this, you're not paying for anything. He says they both make decent money and can't afford the wedding. Yeah. So that's what I would do. Yeah. I wouldn't put the parents on the hook for another one. And maybe they'll surprise you and want to pay for part of it and great. Then you yeah. already have stuff saved up. And maybe they'll appreciate the effort you're making and paying it paying for it yourself. Yeah. And be like, you know what? Here you go. Here's ten grand towards your wedding. Something right. like that. I think too, maybe it's just our age, but I feel like and maybe it's because my parents have four girls. I don't know. But it's um I feel parents. like um a lot more people are paying for their weddings, things like that. I think that that's going back to how it used to be. Cause I think that that was like my parents paid for their wedding. I think that that's how things used to be. I think it's kind of trending that way. We talk about weddings a lot on here and having going through it right now. I feel like right now, 2020 is going to be the year that maybe people start scaling back on some weddings. You know what? Maybe probably, I'm wrong. It probably needs to happen. But I, you know, the wedding industry is a huge like billion dollar industry that has exploded in the past 10 years. And I think that people may start realizing that that is having a crazy hundreds and hundreds of people wedding is maybe not something they want, or at least an older crowd. You know what I'm saying? I f- still feel like people who are young and getting married for the first time, maybe that's what they want. But I, th- I do think that people who are divorced and getting married for the second time, things like that, they're going to start feeling like maybe this isn't, Maybe we save our money and buy a house, things like that, you know? Yeah. It's just, it's just such a big production. A lot of money that's spent on, in one day. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. It's crazy. I think that that's the one thing a lot of my friends told me when we first started, like right after we got engaged was like, don't waste your money on stupid things that you think are really important at the time that are just not important. Like yeah. one of my friends told me, she was like, I wasted so much money on flowers that died the next day. Yeah. And we could have spent that money on like a car. Dude, flowers are expensive. Thousands of dollars. expensive. Oh. And don't get me wrong. I love weddings. We talk about weddings on here all the time, but. They're fun. Just remember that you have a future in a marriage and things like that. Yeah. Voicemail. Voicemail. Well, let's talk rollback first. Okay. Let's talk rollback. Let's talk rollback first. We talked a lot about it on Circling Back, but we're going to double down because we're so fired up about their vests, which we can't stop wearing. They're amazing. Go check them out on their website at rollback.com, R-H-O-B-A-C-K. Um, there's also some Circling Back merch still available. Uh, there's some polos and some QZs that you can cop. They're awesome as well, but man, those vests. Just go check them out. I promise you, you're going to love them. Uh, Randy 20 is the promo code Randy 20. And if you're a first time purchaser, you get 20% off at roback.com voicemail time. What's up, Dorn? I'm sitting here on New Year's Eve, smoking a fucking drunk cigarette and you used to smoke drunk cigarettes. So how do you fucking stop? Uh, yeah. Here's how you give up smoking Man, I, while you're drinking. You hang around with Sally. That's how you do it. Cause she will, I will she ruin will your shame life. you off the face of the earth. 
Um, a cigarette while you're drinking, it, it's just, it's great. It really is. I haven't done it in a long time, though. I'm, I've been a, a very good boy. I've had, I've had opportunities. It, do you think it's because of me at all? Uh, I have changed Your voice you. is in the back of my head when I have. Many I, times. Yeah, you have. And I get it. Smoking is terrible. It's disgusting. It can kill you. I get it. It's Guess awful. what? So is drinking. So. Yeah, but um, you're right. But I think the effects of alcohol, it it happens over a longer period of time and it mm-hmm. takes more of it probably. I'm, I'm speaking out of my ass. I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But uh, but smoke smoking's terrible. Here's the thing: if you want to give up smoking while drinking, then don't drink. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And I could sit here and tout all of the issues with smoking or drinking alcohol and be a total hypocrite because I drink alcohol. So yeah. none of those things are meant to go in our body, but we still do it anyway. Just like a lot of things aren't meant to go in our body. Yeah. The thing about smoking while drinking, like I'm a huge, huge anti-smoking person just from a healthcare perspective. And I also just find it gross. But I think you need probably one of the biggest things is being around other people who smoke when they drink. Mm -hmm. Because you're you're probably, I feel like I know when Will's going to do it when he's around people who always smoke when they drink. Like you not think about this, Dylan, like when's the last time you smoked while you were drinking, like when smoked cig? And you were just alone. Oh, gosh. You know what I'm saying? It's been over a so year. So most likely it's a social thing. Most yeah. likely you're going out drinking. One of your buddies wants to do it. You're like, cool, let's do it. And you both go out there. Mm-hmm. You're not like, if you're smoking by yourself while you're drinking, most likely you're also just smoking when you're not drinking. The worst of it for me was actually uh, when I was going through my divorce, as bad yeah. as it sounds, because I would, I would go home into an empty house for the first time in years. And it was just a sad, depressing state. And I would drink like a bottle of wine and then smoke like three cigarettes. And I did this a few times a week. It was a bad time. I was going through, I was going through it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you just have to, don't put yourself in situations where smoking is an option. Like luckily right. our friends, none of our friends smoke, well, which is number very one, cool. Especially if it's only while you're drinking, I feel like this habit is probably easier to kick than just actual smoking. Like, Oh number yeah. One, oh, for sure. You- don't buy cigarettes. Because if you don't have anything to smoke, you can't smoke. The only rule, not the only rule, but the the biggest rule I gave myself when I started like dabbling in drunk cigarettes is never, ever have a drag of a cigarette while you're completely sober. Yeah. That's like a line that I never crossed. And I'm very thankful. Um, So I never, I, I never once, I actually, I'm grossed out at the thought of having a cigarette while I'm completely sober. Yeah. Um, But yeah, because I just, I just make the, the mental connection of, Alcohol plus cigarettes equals more fun, and so I right. I would go for it every now and then, and it was it, it it's enjoyable. I hate to say, but it's disgusting. Yeah, just don't put yourself in situations where it's even an option. Right, don't buy cigarettes. If, if you can go out socially a few times and drink and not have a cigarette, then you're gonna you're gonna start wanting one less and less. Right, and that's the other thing. Don't be around friends who do it, or tell those friends that you're gonna stop. And find someone to keep you accountable. Because if you really are trying to quit, having somebody who's going to stop you, who that you, you go out with a lot. Like, Will does not smoke because I'm around. And he knows that it'll make me mad. So, yeah, it, like, I feel like finding someone that you're around when you drink, that you go out with often, who's not going to smoke, to keep you from smoking is always good, too. Because if, yeah. if you're going out with your boys and every single one of them is going out to have a cigarette and you're the only one not, that's going to yeah. be really difficult to If stop. I'm out with you... 
I know it's not going to happen. <laughs> if I'm out with Lauren, I know it's not going to happen. Yeah. She will like, no. Yeah. She's, she doesn't give me the whole like health spiel that you do, but she just like, you're not. That's it's disgusting. just gross. Yeah, it is. It really yeah. is. Uh, yeah. Surround yourself with people who are not going to allow it. Yeah. And a lot, and you have some good friends, I'm sure, who will speak up. And you know what? Way to Man, go it, on trying to quit. Yeah, for sure. Just be thankful you're not a sober smoker and don't cross the line over. That's a line you don't want to cross. And to our sober smoker listeners. I don't know what to tell you. Maybe you should stop. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you because I've, I've never experienced never that. Never had to quit it's smoking like to, cigarettes. I've never known what it's like to crave a cigarette while I'm just sitting there like in the middle of the day doing nothing. Yeah. It's got to be terrible. I think they're pretty addicting. That's what, that's what I hear, yeah. That's what I hear. Oh, man. All right, Dave, let's do the next one. I've been dating a girl for a month and her social media content is so bad. Is this a deal breaker or how do I tell them their Instagram sucks? I don't understand why this guy is asking if this is a deal breaker or not. Well, okay. <laughs> how bad it, is it though? The thing is, if if he's asking about it, it's clearly affecting him so much that it is probably a deal breaker to him. Okay, I find it endearing a little bit and i don't want i don't want to be with the girl who's like so good at getting all this attention on like that's just a thought with like yeah with like, like her butt cheeks all over like I'll, I'll pull back the curtain a little bit lauren who i'm dating she um she has a terrible instagram and by terrible means she every post she does is exactly the same i'm not she has a, a pretty big she account be upset about this she won't listen but okay. if she does it's okay i'll, I'll deal with her shit jesus later. no I've, I've no i've told her to her face like, yeah you've i've, gotta, been, I've you've been, gotta mix it up i was at dinner with you and she, every post is the same. She has a big account. She plays golf or whatever. And every post she does is a video for just swinging a club. It's like, Lauren, you've got to do something else. Mix it up. Like you're a pretty girl. Show your face every now and then. She just won't do it. It's just her, her, her golf swing over and over and over again. But she's got a big account, ton of followers and all that. But it, I find it, I find it endearing that she's so bad. Like it's, I find it attractive. But like what, what qualifies you being good at social media? Um, just knowing, like knowing how to look hot on the gram and like good captions and, you know, I mean, you, I think you could argue that I'm pretty bad on social media then. Oh, I don't think, no, I don't think so. Like I feel you like vlogged though. And Do maybe he's not, maybe he's not talking about like she just, she doesn't look hot in her pics. Maybe it's like the content sucks. Maybe it's like her cat or something. And it's like, he, you know, who knows what it is out of focus. Yeah. Just like bad pics or just content that no one cares about. Maybe you I, should, that could be it too. You know, go on Craigslist, put up an ad for a social media intern <laughs> and see if, you know, get somebody to work for free for a few months. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at my Instagram now and you could definitely say that my aesthetic has changed since I started dating Will. Yeah. Like, I think he influenced me a little bit. I just think the point I'm trying to make here is that, no, it's definitely not a deal breaker. And if anything, it, it, it could be seen as a positive. I agree. Because like, girls who would know how to get attention on online... Eh, it's not really for me. I'm kind of over the like let's judge everyone by their social media. Yeah. Thing. I think that like I think we're now getting to a point where people are pretty over like how they are on Instagram and things like that. I mean, I think that the influencer, the Instagram influencer is always going to exist, but I also think people are just kind of like maybe we need to lay off like yeah. putting every moment of our lives on social media. At the same time, I don't, I don't know that I would ever judge someone for like having a shitty Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I would never like look at somebody and be like, 
only got 50 likes on that photo. Like, but if you can, a, what if she's an overposter? She so that, be. so here's what I was that, that you can bring. What up. are your, what are your like, what things would you have to tell somebody like, Hey, you should stop doing that. Cause like overposting was going to be one of mine. Over selfieing. Over selfieing. For me is bad. Here's what, it's just like, really look, bothers me. I'm not with anybody to take this picture, but this, look how hot I am. Right. It's just a boom, a selfie. One thing, here are the two things that really bother me. Number one, over hashtagging. Like, I feel oh, like that's yeah. like, that's like an old person move. It cheapens you, it. It cheapens it. Like when somebody it's just, just. It's just people are trying to grow their, it's just a cheap way to try to grow like, yeah. their account. Well, or, or when people just hashtag random shit that's like an inside joke and you're like, no one knows what you're talking about. I used to like, do that. Back, way back in the day, I, I would do that and I regret it. Or the worst, <laughs> is, the worst is, uh, People will hashtag the punch a punchline of a joke. Like they'll say a joke, and then like yeah. the, the punchline's obvious, but then they hashtag it. Like, yeah, we know what you're talking about. Right? You're so lame. I that really bothers me. And then, um, like overusing filters. Like we we know that you're using a filter for that. Yeah, it's obvious when you when you like football can't come soon enough. We get football, it. The double filter. <laughs> what if the double filter selfie? Like the problem with, and especially, and I'm guilty of this on my vlog, uh, Sal gals, but I kind of do it on purpose is when people use the like Instagram, like hot people filters and Instagram just sells you out at the top and is like using eyelashes. So like, we all know that your eyelashes don't look like that. Like, yeah, that, don't be doing that. People know yeah. it's not you. What if this girl's problem was that she can't stop going live? <laughs> She's addicted to going live. Yeah. Maybe just, you and her need to like create a. You know, maybe I'm support. Hit me up. That. Maybe I'm underestimating how terrible her gram is. I kind of wish because that he would have sent in the. Uh, if he's going to use the term her at, so we could really judge how bad this if is. If he's going to use the term deal breaker, I please please send us in her. Like at. How, I got to see it. Like imagine being really into someone. Going to their Instagram page and be like, I might have to break up with this person. <laughs> like, how bad could it actually be? You know what I mean? I want to see it. I, I want to, too. Yeah. I mean, but there like, there are people, I totally agree. There are people who are not good at Instagram. I'm talking about parents here who, it is like endearing because you're like, you yeah, just don't know oh, what you're Oh, how doing. cute. Like, if you can find a really cool, really attractive girl who has under a thousand followers on Instagram, that's a diamond in the rough. Because she's like, obviously not, like she wanted to. She could blow that thing right. up and just, you know, bathing bikini shots and ass shots. I think being dirty and, on social media yes, it's, is way it's better endearing. than being too good That's at it. That's what I'm saying. I and like having 50,000 followers where you're like, oh shit, what did I get myself it, into? Because if, if you meet a girl and you go to her page and she has 120,000 followers, like, okay. Now go, you're what, signing up for a life that you didn't know. What's going on here? Yeah. Is, is she, how, much, how much does she enjoy the attention she's getting if on social media? If you were the person who sent in this question, please follow up with her yeah. at so we can at least see what you're talking about. We promise not to out you. We won't out gonna, you. We, we won't, won't reach out, out to her. We just want to see. We just, I want to know. I like that question. That's really funny. It, I really do want to know what was on it yeah, to make too. it a deal. Maybe uh, we should just like post pictures <laughs> of squirrels or something really random. <laughs> she's a cat. Actually, just... now that I'm talking about squirrels, this is the weirdest thing about London. Okay. There's like a million tourists there, especially like right now or like when we were there. Cause it was like right after Christmas, we were walking, we walked through Hyde park a couple of times and then like over, um, by Buckingham palace. And there were so many people trying to feed squirrels. Like really so many people. I was like, have these people never seen a squirrel in their life? And I guess some of them probably haven't, but like there were I guess like there are 10 parts people of the world where squirrels are not prevalent. Like, 
gathered around this part of a gate like trying to feed the squirrel bread and the squirrel was like right next to them and they were like just taking pictures of it and i was like this is the weirdest what color are the squirrels there are they brown or gray uh i think both okay i think both notice up north they've got the gray squirrel going yeah they gotta be from a place that that don't that doesn't have squirrels i remember one time i was uh this was at texas state and one of our fraternity brothers i forgot who it was i think he was from north texas though maybe west texas and a deer like trotted like by our house one day and he saw it and he started freaking out. He goes, Oh my God, there's a deer right there. Dude, we see those every day. What are you yeah, talking about? Yeah, I, I think that there are people who don't see deer all the time. Yeah. I thought you were gonna say he pulled out his bow and no. took it. <laughs> that would have been more KA. Yeah, seriously. Um but yeah, he was just he was like, Oh my I can't believe that y'all have deer here. Yeah, we hit them with our cars all the time. Like they're yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Anyway, weird tangent, but I just couldn't get over it. I wanted to take pictures of people taking pictures of the squirrel because it was kind of embarrassing. <laughs> anyway. All right, we have one more question, folks. Hey, Dylan, Sally, and producer Dave. Long time, first time, love the pod. Hope you all enjoyed the holidays. Been dating this great girl for a year and a half, and she recently told me that if I don't move in with her, next fall she's going to dump me. Alpha. Play? Alpha. We're both 30 and not getting any younger. I make decent money, but not as near... Excuse me, not nearly as much as she does as a lawyer in Toronto. She mentioned she mentioned splitting rent proportionate to income. Is this a trash move? My dad was pretty appalled when I mentioned it to him and said to go 50-50. Have never lived with a girlfriend before, so y'all have any other advice for handling finances? P.S. Any place you'd recommend to buy cowboy boots in Austin? Thanks, gang. Okay, um, this guy says he makes decent money. If you're splitting rent with someone, I assume it's either a one, maybe a two bedroom place. Even thinking outlandishly here, let's say it's $3,000 a month, which I'm sure that's way too high. But if it is, you're paying 1500 bucks a month. Like that's very affordable, right? Absolutely go 50-50 on it. I don't understand that proportionate to income thing doesn't make much sense to me. Just do 50-50. Cause then, like, what happens when you get a raise or you get a new job? Then you're gonna have to like adjust it. Like, what? And maybe just... part of this is like I'm I'm kind of traditional when it comes to this to- type of thing. I I don't want my girlfriend, fiance, whatever it is, like paying more than me for rent. It just seems like it just seems weird. I would I wouldn't feel comfortable with it. Agree. Um. Thoughts, Sally. I guess my first thought. Is what do you feel about the ultimatum? Uh, he says it's fair play, um, and I, she has a right. She has a right to say something like that, right? She's. I mean, if she if that if she wants to take next steps in the relationship, and that's her way of doing it, and if he's not about it, then she's going to find somebody else. It's fair. It's bold. It's aggressive, but it is fair. I just couldn't tell when we read this that, like, if he is like, yeah, I'm I'm thirty, not getting any younger. I guess I'll move in with her if he's like actually something he wants to do. You know what I'm saying? I, I guess he probably does want to do it, but I also Sounds feel like, like he does. ultimatums are a little eh. like if you don't want to move in with her, maybe that like maybe that's time to call it. Uh, all I'm saying is I think that people get backed into stuff because that's like what society tells them they need to do or what 
somebody wants to do but the other person doesn't. So just like examine it before you move into it. It could be phrasing be too. Maybe she didn't put it as an as an ultimatum. More like, hey, I really want to live with you. Um, and if if that's something you're not gonna you're not gonna be down for, then I'm gonna just gonna move on. It could be something like that instead of. You're either moving in with me or I'm dumping you because that would be much more aggressive. And that's the well, way it that's sounds. What, <laughs> that's the way it sounds. I get it. But it could. This is his, he's phrasing it in an right. email. To OK, us. so that that was my first like, OK, a little bit of a red flag there. It's Personally, because I just think like Will and I knew we were going to move in together. But like there were circumstances that kept us from doing it. And but I never would tell him like, I'm going to dump you. There would be a point in your relationship, I'm sure. Like, let's say five years from now, if you guys were still living separately and y'all weren't engaged. Right. But you'd like, be like, Will, what the fuck, dude? Why aren't we living together? Right. I agree with you. But what I'm saying is our relationship, we both knew, OK, we're going to live together. Like it was never a I have to go to you and say like. Why aren't we living together? Like, what's yeah. what's the deal? Well, so I just think maybe examine that before you move in with somebody. Like, yeah. let's just make sure that that's what you want to do. Second, I actually, I don't, I, I'm not, I think that the uh, proportionate income is an okay thing to do. Really? Only because I think, <laughs> I, I do think that the old school thing, especially he said his dad is appalled. Like, you want to pay 50-50, but... I don't know how expensive Toronto is. I would say it's probably on par with Austin, maybe a little bit more expensive. I'm not sure. Um, like if you're going to want and live somewhere nice and you're going to be like putting tons of your income towards rent when she can afford something that's a little bit nicer, like maybe that's what y'all should do. But I also would be open with her and be like, listen, we, this is what I can afford if we're going to go 50, 50. But if you want something better than that, then like here's where my stopping point is. Yeah, you are you are a girl though, and as a guy, I'm telling you, it there's something just uncomfortable about letting your female significant other pay more than you rent. And it, maybe I'm maybe I'm out of date here, and I'm too traditional. It's just it just doesn't sit well with me. I just I, think I think a lot of guys would agree with me. I feel like you should, no matter if it's your girlfriend or your buddy, like don't ever don't. I think the proportionate thing doesn't yeah. work in any scenario. I really don't. Yeah. I just feel like it's it's fifty fifty is just it's it's easy. It's like cut when and you dry. You go to dinner together. Is she picking up you know seventy five percent of the bill? And you're yeah, picking, it's just you know when you put it like that way, I get it. But here's what I think: I don't think that proportionate income is weird or proportionate to income, but I do think that you he needs to decide how much he's willing to pay and say you know like if he's willing to pay fifteen hundred, then we can spend three thousand yeah. a month on like, a place. Let's go 50 50. I'm willing to spend X amount. But if she wants somewhere nicer, say, I'm willing to spend 1500. If you want to spend 2000, cool. We can get a place that's 3500. I, I think that that like is totally fine. I think if she, especially since she's like, I'm willing to pay for a nice place, like I'm thinking of my sister right now, Emily, who's an attorney who lived with Lily and, Emily wanted to stay in a nice place and they, she basically paid a, a bigger amount than Lily did because at the time Emily was making a, lot, a significant amount more than Lily was. That's different though. I know that's couple. different, but I'm just saying, I think that you have to be realistic. And also at the same time, like, I don't know. I just, I, I don't think that it has to be 50 50. And I also think like women right now are feeling like, I think that gender stereotype is changing a little bit that like women are starting to like pick up tabs and things like that. Maybe that hasn't always existed for y'all, but I don't, I don't find a problem with this. I don't know. Okay. You know That's what? my only take. We're, Different opinions are going to 
I think they're healthy. Yeah. If for Boots and Austin, hit up to Kova's on South Congress. I was going to say Allen's. Allen's, Allen's as well. is, is the, the classic boot store in Austin. Yeah. Allen's is the classic because they, they have are many huge more options and many more have brands. More brands. Obviously, Lucchese is a great brand. Like a very. They carry, they have a whole room just dedicated to Lucchese. Yeah. Tacovas is its own company. Yeah. They Tacovas make Tacovas own boots. It's its own brand. It's but very Tacovas simple. Very nice boots. It's a simple, it's a good for, uh, starter boot, I uh, think. For your money, it's, it might be the best boot. Yeah. They're an awesome But it's company. always worth, I think, going to Allen's. So it's like such an institution to like see what's available to you. You probably aren't going to go crazy with some like weird snakeskin, whatever. Like yeah. if it's your first pair of boots ever. Maybe you are. I don't know. Yeah. Since Sally did her bonus question, do you want me to give you my uh, bonus tweet read of the day? Yeah. Please. This is from uh, one Dickie V, Dick Vitale. Heard of him. Tweeted this last night. This is a good tweet. Ready? Like many, I've been following the news involving the attacks on the Al-Assad bases in Iraq by Iran. Also, I've been checking hoop news and four teams should get a tip of the hat. Rutgers, Providence, Maryland, Boston College. <laughs> they had W's over Penn State, Marquette, Ohio State, and yes, Virginia. Dude, no one's doing crossover content in one tweet. Just like you blending know, my it all. bonus question was going to be what y'all thought about the, uh, the drone strike in Iran, but I just thought maybe we keep it a little light this week.